Okay, first of all, before we even start this episode, I want to apologize for the annoying noise that is in the background of this podcast. It's, I don't even know, it's probably the furnace or something. Obviously can't stop that. <laughs> so sorry about that noise. So where, Liv, where have you been? <laughs> like, where, where'd you go? Like you, you went to college and you disappeared. Yeah. Well, we all know I've been taking breaks from YouTube for a while. I don't know. It's a, it's another thing about, you know, being bipolar but we'll talk about that <laughs> as we get more into the episode. So welcome back to Live A Little. I looked it up and it's actually been 11 months since I've uploaded my last episode and it's been around like four or five months since I uploaded my last YouTube video, which is actually like disgusting of me. Like what a bad YouTuber. <laughs> What a bad YouTuber you are, Liv. So yeah, I'm going to do the biggest life update you've ever seen because obviously I have not talked like with you guys. Like obviously I've done YouTube, but I didn't actually sit down and talk to you guys for around a year because in the podcast is where I feel I usually really express myself and express my thoughts and just kind of give you guys the dirt on everything that's going on. So obviously it's been 11 months and a lot has gone on. I remember last time I started my podcast, I was, I had just moved into my house and I've now been in this house for a year and a lot of, a lot has changed. So let's just like not even beat around the bush. Let's get right into the nitty gritty. Yeah, so basically last time you guys saw me, I was in college and I no longer attend that college. I actually ended up transferring. When I tell people that I transferred schools, they're just like, why? And I don't have a set answer. It's just like, a bunch of small little things that happened that kind of just made sense for me to change schools. Definitely a lot of people have some thoughts to why I left that are not correct and I'm here to kind of like set that straight of why I transferred schools on this episode because I know a lot of certain people will be listening. I started at my old school in September or in August. I moved there in August and things were good. I don't even I don't even know like how to get into this. Like I don't even know where it started but I'd say over Christmas break not even Christmas break before that. I had come home for some weird reason. It was between Christmas and Thanksgiving, probably sometime in November or something, where the thing with me is, is as we'll talk about, I like a lot of frequent change. My mom's gonna listen to this and be like, Liv, you hate change. But like, I like controlled change. When I feel like my life has, like when I feel like I've gotten too adjusted to my life, I'm like, okay, let's do another life change, you know? That's why I change myself so much and whatever. We'll get into that. I have a big section of that planned out for this podcast episode. But I do like frequent change when I'm in control of it. So I kind of felt like I was getting too used to my old school. I was getting, like, I had adjusted fine where I'm just like, hmm, life is boring now. Like, I need to be constantly on to the next thing. So I brought the idea up to my dad one day and I was just like what if I transfer schools me having no reason to do this other than the fact that I was just simply bored so that was up in the air I had looked into it and I looked at the process of transferring and me being a lazy ass I was just like no I don't want to do that because like I'm not thorough when it comes to like processes and things like that like I'm not thorough with anything that I do I do everything half ass so I was just like this would be too difficult for me. I don't know. It was just like, it wasn't even important. Like it was just like a random idea I had in my head with my dad. One day I was staying at his house and that was the end of that. Anyways, I didn't really think about it for a while until I came back for Christmas break. So I had gone from that first initial idea that time period, uh, stayed at my school. That was fine. Had my first girlfriend. I came out to my family. (laughs) Like what? I was so closeted well 
here's the thing. Some people said it was really obvious, but then I told some of my other family members and they're just like, I had no idea. So I don't really know how to gauge that, but that was very interesting. I remember I, it was over text with my mom actually. I texted her and was just like, hey mom, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> and she was like, what the literal F? <laughs> I don't even know if I can still swear on these podcasts. But she was like, live, what the heck? And I'm just like, yeah, I have a girlfriend. Then I came out on Instagram, I came out on Snapchat. I got so much support from anyone and everyone where like I was literally in the cafeteria, I was texting my mom and I had just posted everything and I was with one of my friends and I literally just started crying because I just felt so much support and I felt heard and I have been trying to suppress, not even, I never like suffered with internalized homophobia or anything. Like I've just always been in that environment where I feel like I can express who I am, like no matter what. Like I wasn't scared to come up to my parents because I thought that they were gonna not like me for it. Like I knew 110% that they would be supportive. All they all they care about is that I'm happy and healthy. That is the only worry in their mind. But I, obviously I'm scared because it's just like, I don't know how they're gonna react. This is kind of like a new thing for them. But yeah, I got a lot of support, which was amazing. So anyways, that was after, that was like in that time period. And then fast forward to Christmas break. I, so again, like there's so many things. I don't even, I don't even know where to start. One thing is that the i was staying in residence and all the cafe like all the amenities were open to the extent that they could be because of covid so the cafeteria was open we were allowed to have dinner with our friends in the cafeteria space we were allowed to go into study rooms we were allowed to do all of that kind of stuff so i was just like cool like i have one in-person class the rest are online but dope like i have a suite i can go to my study rooms i can eat with my friends at cafeterias like i can still be social and still do whatever so i didn't really see a problem with that so yeah i didn't have a problem with that obviously i wanted to just like you know i'm i was eight well i am 18 but i was like freshly 18 and i'm just like i want to get out of my house i need to move to the city whatever explored that but now for the second semester, everything in residence is closed, which doesn't make sense because on the other hand, everything is opening up like in the campus part. So all of our classes are becoming in person, but all the residence amenities are closing. So all the food in the cafeteria was to go. We cannot have, like I would used to have dinner with my friends every night. They'd be like, hey, text in the group chat, like, hey, wanna grab dinner? Yeah, I'm done class at blah, blah, blah. Let's go eat together and we'd all eat in the cafeteria. That seating area and everything totally closed. The cafeteria food, all of it was to go. The study rooms were closed. Everything was closed. So basically, if you were to stay in residence again for the second semester, you would basically be on house arrest and stay in your room the entire time. And knowing me, I need to have constant socialization with other people. And I just felt like I would go crazy. And that was basically the main part why. And I just didn't want to do that anymore. And I'm just like, what's the point of... So either these are the two options I have in front of me. One, I stay in residence and I don't get to see anyone. Like, we aren't even allowed other people in our room so I'm basically in my room in isolation for a whole semester basically and then going to class or I live at home and commute every day which I was living in Toronto and if you know if you're like if you're local and you know where I live like that's an that's an hour I live an hour away from Toronto so like no that wasn't even well that was an option but like (laughs) I was not recommending that I was not even like what's the word I was not even contemplating that so I was just like and then the thought came into my head again and I was just like what if I transfer schools 
and the school before I was thinking about transferring to was close to home. I was able to commute every day and I am doing that right now. So that was an option. Someone is playing music upstairs. <laughs> I like I'm, I'm vibing. I'm really vibing. Then the idea came up to transfer again and I actually looked into it this time because I had brought up these problems with both my parents and it just seemed like the better option to me. I would be able to st live at home, save money, get a job, which I will get into that. I did get a job, which is very exciting, but yeah, I ended up transferring. I did the process. It was lengthy. I had to kind of just push myself to reach out for help and to email my teachers and to email whoever I needed to to get everything switched over. So I ended up doing that. There is still a lot of issues. Also the school I went to, they are so just bad. Like the school itself, like the education, amazing. Loved it, loved my in-person class. But when it comes to replying to emails, when it comes to financial aid, when it comes to OSAP and just everything, it is known for being the worst school for that. So I am still waiting for refunds from that school. And I have funds I need to pay for my new school, but at my old school, I'm still waiting for refunds. And I have called so many people being like, hey, like what's the, like, what's the status of my refund, blah, 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 blah. And they're just like, you'd have to wait eight weeks for it to be processed. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so like, give me my money back. So I'm still waiting. And I've been at this new school for like a couple weeks now, which is like idiotic. But anyways, so yeah, I'm at a new school now. I am living at home currently living in between mom and dad's house. Dad lives like, what? five ten minutes away so I don't care and I like I like seeing them both I definitely I I as much as I hate to admit it as much as I wanted to go out and spread my wings within the first three weeks of being at school in Toronto I got extremely homesick to the point where I was like fantasizing about like me just driving down main street just in my little Camry just being like oh there's the McDonald's there's my high school like I was like earning yearning yearning for that I don't know but I was just like craving that feeling but yeah that kind of that kind of transitioned into me moving back home and being okay with it because I got that experience I got to spread my wings and I got to experience the city so I feel like I kind of got that out of my system and then now it's kind of time for me to come back to home base and then you never know where life's gonna take me I am going to be living on residence so the school I go to right now it's about a 20 minute drive away. That's not that bad, but when you're doing it four days a week, that is a lot of gas money and that's just a lot of time. I have to get up like three hours before my class starts when people who live close to the, like actually closer to the school or live on residence, they don't have to do that. So in September, I'm going to live on residence there. And I actually liked living by myself. Like I was definitely babied growing up. Uh, I had a lot of my stuff done for me like I didn't need to wash dishes I was very fortunate when like I was very well taken care of growing up I didn't do my own laundry I didn't wash my dishes I got help making my bed like <laughs> this sounds ridiculous to say now but anyways I was just I was I was that kid growing up I'm the I'm the baby I was definitely baby growing up but I got to learn so many new things about myself and just how I do things and I had to force myself to be like oh these dishes are not going to clean themselves and I had a whole suite to myself I didn't even have a roommate which is another really really weird story but I didn't even have a roommate I wasn't supposed to get a roommate they're supposed to be coming from Greece I think but they just never showed up so I had a two-bedroom suite with a kitchenette and a bathroom all to myself so that was really cool so I had to clean that all by myself and 
obviously it was hard for the first couple weeks because i was just like uh where's mommy like can she do this for me like no no bitch like do it yourself you're an adult so now i am way more self-sufficient like it was weird coming home and my mom being like hey do you have a load of laundry you want me to do and i'm just like oh yeah like i haven't i haven't done I haven't not done my laundry in so long myself, but yeah, I'm staying in residence in September. I'm so excited to make new friends. I'm so excited. I'm already in a group chat for my I'm already in an esthetician group chat for the people in my program, and I'm already making very fast friends. I've only been in person this week, so right now it is Friday, and I have an asynchronous class today, which is why I've kind of been doing whatever today. I went to the library area earlier, but whatever. I had class Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. No, I didn't have class on Monday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So these three days of the week, I went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth to school, and I actually got to meet everyone in person. Uh, that I have on my phone so that was like really cool and I've been making really good friends like very fast friends which I'm really grateful for so it's a, it's gonna be that to the max on residence because that's just what I did at in Toronto <coughs> I needed to do that but that's just that's just me like I, I'm just a social butterfly I love making friends I love anything that has to do with being social here we go so I got a new job, which is really exciting. Obviously with being at home, I don't want to just sit around and do nothing all day. And I want money. Like I'm a broke student. Who doesn't want money? Um, And I've had so many jobs in the past where I wasn't passionate about these things. Like I worked at Canadian Tire. I worked at... I was gonna use dog grooming as an example, but I actually was really passionate about that. So I actually really enjoyed that. But like places like dog grooming and like selling things at markets, like that's not really my vibe. So I really wanted to not look at work as work. I wanted to look at it as somewhere where I can express myself and be making money and enjoying what I'm doing all at the same time. And I didn't care about commuting. I have only had jobs in my small town that I live in. So I kind of want to branch out and work at a mall because like who doesn't want to do that so I applied to a lot of places actually so I am lucky to be right smack dab in the middle of like in the radius of me there's like five malls all within the same 20 minute distance so I was able to apply to a lot of places and not even have to take into consideration like commuting because it's all 20 minutes yeah so I applied to zoomies um, everywhere like in the all all the malls that had zoomies because obviously love zoomies that's my shit uh vans I don't, even, I don't even know boathouse blue notes just like clothing stores like that oh i also applied to like spencer's and hot topic which hot topic is really scary my mom told me to apply there and i was just like mom i don't want to work there the people <laughs> there are really scary so i didn't apply to hot topic but i did apply to spencer's because i said hot topic is like spencer's on steroids because it's just like really scary like i only first went into that store a couple weeks ago with my best friend emelyn and i literally was like this store is scary so i i worked up my big girl pants because no one was calling me back so i applied to the spencer's and they're just like no we we're not hiring until september and i'm like whatever at least i worked my way up there but yeah then i applied everywhere and usually when i had my first when I've had like all my past jobs I would just hand in my resume and then I would get a call that's just not how it happened this time around I, I wanted to be very persistent and since these are very high demand stores that I know a lot of people are applying to yeah so I wanted to be persistent with the application process I guess so I uh, were I was going 
to every single mall, like, <laughs> like a different, different mall every day. I'd be like, okay, today I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Tomorrow I'm going to blah, blah, blah. I'm just applying everywhere. I don't even know how many times I went to the library to print out resumes because my printer doesn't even work, but that's a story for another time. But yeah, I would just go in person and apply to all of these stores and then I would also apply online if they needed to be applied online I would do all that and then I would wait a couple days call back and be like hey have you had a chance to look at my resume I was very persistent when it came to this process because I really wanted these jobs I wasn't just applying willy-nilly I only wanted to work in the places that I was giving resumes to so like why would I apply somewhere that I don't want to work you know what I'm saying so I did that I was fortunate enough to get a call back from zoomies that was my number one choice I actually was bigly manifesting this like hugely manifesting this made a mood board um wrote in my journal like this was my dream basically because it's just the vibe like the vibe there is impeccable so anyways i got a call back and oh no i didn't get a call back i actually called when i was making one of my callback calls being like hey have you looked at my resume it happened to be the store manager of zoomies and he was just like hey i love that you called back um let's set up an interview and i'm like dope so I went in for an interview, went pretty well. I mean, obviously I was like super nervous. I literally, I remember I was so nauseous. My aunt actually took some, took me to the interview. I don't know, something was like wrong with my car. I didn't have snow tires or something like that. So I went with my aunt and I remember driving there and I literally told her, I was like, Dee Dee, I'm going to puke right now. <laughs> Cause I was so nervous. I had people on Snapchat, like picking out my outfit for me. Like this was a, this was a big ordeal. So I went, I had all my, questions and answers ready i was super prepared i was just like i need this job and i want this job with everything that i have so it went pretty well after the interview uh he was just like okay give me it was it was tuesday it was a tuesday that i had my interview on so he was just like okay give me a week and you'll hear back from me and i'm just like okay it took everything in me to not call him the day after and be like do you know yet <laughs> like i was i was waiting i had two interviews at two other places that had offered me the job but I was I kept pushing them back being like sorry I need more time I need more time to answer because I wanted this zoomies job so I was just like I felt bad because I was pushing like these other offers away but at the same time like I'm I don't want to settle I want to have this job if I can have this job I will drop everything else you know I actually called him back a week later and then during that week I was doing so much manifesting just like visualizing everything <laughs> So I called him back because I didn't hear from him by the end of the day. And I was just like, hey, sorry to bother you. It's Olivia calling back. Um, just wanted to thank you for the interview. Like I, I obviously wanted to thank him for the interview again, but kind of by this call, I wanted to like see if I was hired or not, even though I, that wasn't really, well, that definitely was the plan, but that wasn't the intention that I put forward onto the phone. So I was just like, Hey, like wanted to thank you for the interview. Um, do you have any more questions? Just trying to be like beat around the bush, but at the same time, like tell me if I got the job, you know what I'm saying? So he was actually just like, Hey, I've, it's been really busy today. I've been meaning to call you you um because i'd love to hire you and when those words came out of his mouth i actually screamed like i'm pretty sure he heard me scream i tried to mute myself on my phone but i actually screamed <laughs> and i was just like he was just like okay like we're gonna start you like next month blah, blah, blah. ended the phone i 
went upstairs my mom wasn't even home so i went upstairs and my it's my aunt and my grandparents they literally they hear screaming and they're obviously assuming something's wrong and then i'm just like no nothing's wrong i got the zoomies job like and i'm just like literally going crazy so i called literally called everyone i knew i'm like mom dad emlyn like i got the job posted it to all my private stories <laughs> i just had to let everyone know i got the job so yeah that's i got a job with zoomies so yeah like that that's a, it's a big thing for me like honestly like i've been a shopper there for a really really long time and yeah i can get a job at boathouse or i can get a job at garage but like that's the vibe i'm going for i don't really shop in those places i want to work somewhere that i shop and that i'm passionate about even though i'm not a skater someone teach me how to skate please i actually put on one of my private stories i was like can someone teach me how to skate <laughs> so i actually have a couple people that offered to help me learn how to skate so definitely when the weather is not so snowy because i live in canada definitely when the weather's better i have a few people who want to teach me how to skate so i can kind of fit the mold of zoomies a little bit more because it is a skate shop even though I've seen videos on YouTube that are like posers only shop at zoomies and I'm like no like it's literally a skate shop like chill so I did want to touch a little bit on mental health because obviously that is a big thing in my life uh, I don't even know how much I've talked about it on the podcast before I think I've just been doing like my opinions on things so I don't even know because it's obviously been so long I don't even know how much you guys actually know about my mental health so I'll give you kind of the rundown I have been medically diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and depression uh that was when I was in high school or maybe I was in elementary school I don't know this started very early for me and it was very prominent in my life to the point where I couldn't deal with it anymore and everyone around me noticed so I got in fairly quickly and I got I was I was lucky to get diagnosed as early as I did um, so yeah, I've been diagnosed with that, been dealing with that for basically my whole life. And then I'd say over the past year, for sure, just over a year, I have become aware of the bipolarness in me. I don't want it self-diagnosed, but when you notice things about you that aren't normal, you're gonna research it. But for the past couple years, I'd say since high school, that is when so everyone everyone around me started to notice before i did which is basically what happens with personality and mood disorders is that it's really hard you kind of have this film that you can't see how unnormal your actions are where other people around you that don't have this disorder they're just like something's wrong so i remember actually i i i remember telling this story so i don't know if i'm like repeating myself but one of my elementary school friends spencer i was hanging out with him uh, i think not the december that just passed but the december before that so like december like 2020 it was a long time ago i was <laughs> i don't remember what state i was in i was either in a manic or depressive state i'm pretty sure i was in a manic state and i kind of transitioned mid hangout with him to the and then he as a joke he actually said "Liv, are you bipolar or something and i I took it as a joke initially, but then I actually started thinking about it and I was just like, whoa, shit. I've never even thought about that. So obviously dropped him off, went home. I go to my mom. I go, mom, do you think I'm bipolar? And she goes, yeah, I just didn't want to say anything. <laughs> like who says that? Um, so that's how that started. And then over the past 
Oh, and then a couple months after that, I got on the phone with a psychiatrist. I was able to book an appointment because I was doing a lot of research about bipolar and about borderline personality disorder and all just kind of that whole realm. And I was just like, why am I resonating with this so much? And why is this my life? Like, I thought it was normal to be extremely manic for what can be 15 minutes to a week um, and then not getting out of bed for a day to a week like I just thought that was normal to constantly have these big waves I even remember I was in grade eight or no I was even I was a pro my first therapist I I was telling her this I think I was maybe in grade seven or eight I was telling her about these mood swings that I was experiencing and she just said it was just like my anxiety and my depression fighting each other like my anxiety bringing me very high and then my depression bringing me very low so my whole entire life I was just like okay like I'm manic and just must be anxiety but then I actually started thinking and I'm just like this is definitely something else so I got the book um I hate you don't leave me and I kind of beginning like started studying that and I was just like shit like this is me like I I don't know what to do so I February last February I I remember it was like February 2nd or something it was the day after I moved into my house because I moved on February 1st I talked to the psychiatrist and he assessed me because I had brought up with my doctor my doctor even knew like when I brought up the fact that I could that I thought I was bipolar or something like that like I wanted to talk to him about it and he was just like I definitely see that so it's not like I'm pulling this out of my literally, like, my literal ass. Like, I'm not doing that. So he was just like, okay, let's get you in to see a psychiatrist. So he assessed me, um, and he had actually brought into light the histrionic personality disorder, which is, I won't go too much into it because, again, I, I don't even know that much about it. I just know how my life works and if I have something or not. Well, he said I have it, so <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. But it's basically like your whole life is based on the approval of others and social interaction, which like makes so much sense. Like I only feel happy when I'm getting attention from people. And obviously that is a normal thing to feel nice when you're getting attention. But histrionic is the extremeness of it where you feel empty. How I explain it is I feel like an empty glass of water. And to get someone to pour water into my cup to fill me up, it's them giving me attention and giving me approval and the satisfaction of like getting attention and approval. That's just how it works. So he brought up histrionic personality disorder, which is a subcategory of borderline personality disorder. And that's kind of what I got. I, I remember I ended the phone call with just tears in my eyes because I was just like I know there is something wrong with me and others even see that there's something wrong with me like my whole entire family has just kind of gotten used to these mood swings and my impulsiveness and everything like that and I have become so dr mentally drained from what feels like multiple personality disorder because I just feel like I don't have a personality I've got so much like so fed up with this where I thought this is a chance to get diagnosed and treated where he didn't diagnose me but he said I have borderline personality traits and that we need to be on the watch for histrionic personality disorder uh, because that is definitely like I didn't have the full amount of qualities for him to actually diagnose me um so I wasn't able to get a diagnosis for that and then he also brought up OCD that I need to watch out for that because I guess these things can like they start small and then it can actually like grow as you like 
get older which is like what I thought was really weird but that was a year ago and then obviously over this past year I've learned a lot about these types of disorders and a lot about myself where the idea was kind of new to me when I it was only a couple months old in my brain when I had talked to the psychiatrist where I was just, he was just like do you um do you have a fear of abandonment and I'm just like I don't know like what does that even mean we're like that is that's why I do believe that I wasn't diagnosed is because I didn't know enough about myself and the disorder to get the diagnosis so now I obviously have done a lot of research and I kind of didn't even know how to answer these questions that he was asking me and I'm just like why are you like why are you asking me about my childhood like I'm, it was it was just really weird for me but now I know for sure I had picked my brain apart and kind of like it's, it's really hard for me to self-evaluate and I've worked on that over the past year to the point where I know how to identify certain things in my brain so when he's going to ask me again I got a um I got a, another psychiatrist appointment for March so I would definitely do an update on that but I'm getting assessed again because I again like I just don't feel like I have traits of borderline personality disorder and I, I hate the fact that people think I'm self-diagnosing but when you notice that what you're doing isn't normal like how else are you supposed to think when I was younger I thought having fear of going to school every day was normal until I realized that that's not normal and that was anxiety so now this is kind of happening and happening again I thought mood swings were normal now I realize that they're not normal, so how else am I supposed to think then that I have borderline personality disorder? And it's not even that I just have mood swings, it's the personality, it's the fear of abandonment, it's the- I don't even- I don't even know, it's just every- everything, every aspect of it, just- it's me. And I really don't want people to think that I'm doing this for like attention or something when I haven't even talked about it, barely. And it's only with like close people so definitely in march i am going to get reassessed hopefully get a diagnosis and get some treatment dbt is definitely something to look into um i don't know if you need like a doctor's note for that or something but i did get put on a antipsychotic medication after my talk last february which is like a mood stabilizer but again that has been at the same dose the entire time where I feel like it's not really doing anything so I don't even know what he's gonna do for me but it would just it would just clear my mind so much it would just make me so much more at peace to actually get a diagnosis and just not think that all this is in my head so that's kind of that's kind of where my life is right now I was gonna go more into kind of the power social media has on those with borderline personality disorder however my mommy is coming home and I have to go out with her <laughs> so I, I'm thinking I'm just gonna make that a whole new podcast episode I feel like this is kind of good to end here and kind of be like here's my life update I transferred schools got a new job and I'm getting assessed for borderline personality disorder and bipolar that's kind of that is where my life is right now I basically just changed my entire life within the past two weeks like two weeks ago no not even three or four weeks ago I was at my old school with the intention of staying there with no job with no psychiatrist appointment to the point where now I have transferred schools living at home have a new job and I'm getting assessed for this like really tiring mental draining thing I did just like to thank you guys for listening and this is kind of like a little therapy session for me because I don't get to I don't open up to people like what is this Emmeline my best friend I might even have her on the podcast I haven't even asked her but I just came up with that idea right now and that'll be really fun she doesn't even know the stuff about me so and the fact that I can't even open up to my best friend but I can open up to a 
computer screen and upload it to YouTube kind of boggles my mind, but I don't know. I'm just different. I'm built different. <laughs> and that's just, that's just how it be. Thank you guys so much for listening. And this was episode five of Live a Little. I don't know if you've noticed the little new branding I've done, but yeah. I will see you guys in the next episode. And I actually want to keep up with this this time. So we'll see how that goes. But I will see you guys later. Bye.